Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Previously on A New Winter, it was Footsteps. Then, all of a sudden, there was a small beam of light. Someone was coming. Someone was coming from Father Reynolds' house. And there was nowhere for me to hide. This is episode 9 of A New Winter. in place and went for my knife. I crouched in the corner of the room, ready to strike whatever it was that had entered. The shuffling was slow. Did they already know I was here? The flashlight entered the room first, then the hand, then a foot, and slowly it emerged that it was, it was the male police officer, the very same one that visited my house. I immediately dropped the knife before he could see me and I raised both my hands in the air. Don't shoot, I said. And I must have scared the life out of him because he dropped his torch and gave out a little scream. Jesus Christ, he shouted. You gave me a heart attack. What are you doing here? I needed to see it, I answered. For myself, you see. I needed to know what was down here. God, you're mad, he said. Anything could have been down here. Sorry, I I didn't mean to scare you. I was just... I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you didn't shoot me. Shoot you, he said. I don't even have a gun. Gordon Bennett, who knows that you're here? No one, I answered. So, what did you say your name was again? I'm Inspector Dubridge, and I know who you are. You're everywhere these days. (sighs) Can we get out of here now? We walked back out the way I came in, in complete silence. And once we hit the cool air, I suddenly felt like a weight had been lifted from me. I felt free, and I didn't really know why. Now, lad, Debridge said, what is going on in this bloody town? And why do you seem to be at the centre of it all? Well, I'd tell you, I said, but I don't really know myself. 
And honestly, I'll tell you what I know, but I just don't want to tell you here. And so I took him to the pub that was around the corner. The very same one, actually, that I'd been with Jackie not so long ago. It was fortunately still serving. So we sat with a couple of drinks and I told him what I knew. I told him about Kate, that she'd been raped in Germany and that Jackie was there and saw it happen. That the rapist was here in the village. And his name was Henry and he, he was German. I said how Father Reynolds took him in that night when I chased him. That I heard Jackie's phone coming from the church. Well, at least I thought it did. And how about the church had caught fire and the trapdoor, just everything, all of it. Dubich quietly listened, nodding, never interrupting. But once I finished, he just took a gulp of his drink and rubbed his head. Well, I don't know what to say, he said. But look, there's something happening here in this town. And I don't know what's going on, but people are just not talking to us. Especially about Father Reynolds. It seems like the town is in love with him. And I suddenly thought of my mother. Was she drinking this Father Reynolds Kool-Aid too? The main thing is, Dubridge continued, is that we get these missing girls back. And if we can't find Reynolds, then we find this Henry the German. We? I said out loud. Dubridge lowered his voice. Look, myself and Grahams are going to continue working this investigation, officially. But you and I, I think we should keep in touch. I think... We're going to need someone outside the police to help. Someone who's part of this village, part of the community. You're going to be an insider. Just think of yourself as some kind of informer. That's if you want to do it. Well, look, I want to find Jackie, I said. No matter what. All right, he said. Well, the good news is that we haven't found any bodies or anything like that. And I think... Well, I think those girls are still out there. And I think they're still alive. I walked out the pub feeling a lot better. I felt more confident and reassured and for once actually thankful for the police. Deepage was right. Henry the German was key. I had to find out if he was still around. I thought about what I knew of the man. I mean, apart from his grotesque physical appearance, there wasn't really very much. But I did know that he did seem to like young girls and that basically he was a pervert. So... More than likely, he was having to get his kicks from somewhere. I couldn't think of a better place to start than the Lime. It's a strip club with an upper floor, which is where the real dirt comes in. I looked at my watch. It was late, but this is the kind of time when the real creeps come out of hiding. I got a night bus to the other side of town and walked up to the Lime. Music was still playing and it seemed to be the only place that was open in the whole street. I looked around and I didn't see anyone. It was actually incredible how quiet it was. I put my things in the bush nearby and I made my way into the entrance. The green neon was enchanting, as if I was about to walk into the world of Oz or something. And I always remember that thumping of the music. That it's enticing me to come in and party. Like there was something magical behind that door. I'd been here before, but never this late. And never by myself. I mean, usually I was accompanied by a host of drunk mates. But there was nothing like that now. I was sober, and I was alone. I opened the door, and I saw two huge bouncers, the usual. They patted me down, gave me that knowing nod, and off in I went. Immediately, I always remember the smell hitting me like a punch in the face, like a sweet tobacco. 
old booze, sweaty walls. But yet, it was comforting. And right in front of me, I saw a gorgeous girl dancing around a pole. And I couldn't take my eyes off her. I mean, I had to have my wits about me. But it was getting a little bit distracting, I was going to be honest. And after the dad had, I was quite frankly needing some kind of distraction. But I continued looking around. I needed to find a young, impressionable girl who would talk to me. Well, I couldn't really ascertain who that would be, but it didn't take long to find a petite girl who looked the closest to Kate Stockwell. Except this girl looked like a foreign version of her. There was a Persian quality to her. I went up to her and as soon as she spoke I realised that she was Polish. I had to take her to one side and ask her some questions, so I asked her for a private dance and off she led me. As she started talking, I know I needed to be quick. Have you seen a German guy here? Overweight, bald, goes by the name of Henry? Hmm, I don't know, she said, and continued dancing. She was just pushing her ass into my face, and I leaned back. Yeah, I'm looking for him. It's, it's important. Henry, he's a German. Look, I think he knows something about my friend. Friend, she said. She wasn't really listening, and to be honest, this wasn't going anywhere. Okay, look, I want to go to the top floor. I said. Mm. She made a noise and gave me a little wink before she led me out of there and passed another bouncer. We walked up a flight of stairs and came across a small corridor with bedrooms branching off either side. A middle-aged woman greeted us. I mean, she was still pretty, but she'd had a lot of work done and, quite frankly, it looked a bit sad and strange to me. Hello, sir, and what would you like from Nicola tonight? Nicola was her name? I mean, I didn't realise, but... I looked and she was smiling at me. This whole thing was starting to get really, really strange. Look, don't be nervous, the older lady said. She knows what she's doing. Anything you like. Look, I need to find those two missing girls that you've probably heard about. I've got a feeling that someone who's been coming here might have something to do with it. And that maybe it's a fat German guy called Henry. I think that enough, the old woman shouted. You bring a fucking policeman up here are you fucking stupid? She was shouting at Nicola. She grabbed her arm. Go downstairs now. You stay here. Jay! Jay! She shouted. The bouncer from downstairs rushed in and I threw my hands up. Hey, look, I haven't done anything. Easy now, the old woman said. He's some young policeman. Don't go roughing him up. Just get him out of here. Look, I'm leaving. I'm leaving, I said. And Jay picked me up by my collar like a mother cat does to its kitten and he threw me outside. Literally, not a word mentioned. I dusted myself off and went to pick up my things from the bush, but of course they were gone. I couldn't believe it, all of it, gone. I was fuming with rage, I can remember it now. Typical, I thought. Lucky it wasn't anything expensive, but still. And just then I heard a small voice. Hello? I turned around and it was Nicola, the stripper. She was finishing putting her clothes and shoes on and she clearly rushed out to meet me. Uh, hi, I answered back. That was stupid, she said. If you're a policeman, then you're a bad one. I did love a thick Polish accent and I, I couldn't help but smile. I'm not joking, she said. They will kill you. They'll remember your face. Ugh, look, all this stuff of they and them, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I really wasn't having a good day, but... To be honest, Nicola brightened up my evening a little bit at least. 
Look, I said slowly, all I want to do is find my friend. And to do that, I need to find out where this Henry the German is. This stupid, fat, ugly bastard who I know must have been here at some point. Even if I just had a look inside, I need to find this guy. Fine, Nicholas said. Fine, I'll show you. I know who he is, and I'll take you to him. But first, she said, I recommend that you buy a gun. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Music today was by Kevin MacLeod, Purple Planet Music and We Talk of Dreams. Thank you for listening to A New Winter. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.